Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name, Father God. You are worthy of all of our praise. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. All glory. Hallelujah. All the power. Hallelujah. All the praise. Hallelujah. Not like you, God. Hallelujah. How awesome. Hallelujah, how mighty you are. Hallelujah, how glorious you are. Hallelujah, how excellent is your name. Hallelujah, we praise you, God. We thank you, Father. But we come right now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, asking you to forgive us of all sin, transgression, and iniquity. Create in us clean hearts and renew a right spirit within us. We pray that the light of you shines brightly in our hearts and in our lives so that, so that others will see us and know that we are your children, God. They will know us by our love, compassion, forgiveness. They will know us by our temperance, meekness, goodness, and faith, Father God. They will know us by our obedience to you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for your word that leads, guides, and directs us. It gets down into our hearts to remove, to break up, to cast out everything that is not like you, God, to take out everything that is displeasing in our lives to you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for another day for waking us up this morning, Father, for allowing us to come together as your body of Christ, to stand in the gap in Jesus' name, to intercede, to supplicate for everyone that you place on our hearts and on our minds, God, that they will be filled, that they will be healed, delivered, and set free. We thank you for the connection that we have for you. Say where two or three are gathered together in your name. There you are in the midst of us. So we thank you, Father, for being in the midst. We thank you for being the center of our joy. We thank you, Father, that our the desires of our heart line up with your word and your will in Jesus' name. We thank you that our minds are transformed, that we are not of this world, but we are of you in Jesus' name. Even though we are in this world, we thank you, Father God, that we don't have to go about this world's way of doing things. We can trust you with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge you and allow you to direct our path in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, O oh God, for loving us, loving us enough to choose us to be in position to serve you. You've chosen us to be created in your image and after your likeness, O oh God, that you made us a little lower than the angels in Jesus' name. You thank, thank you, Father God, that you created us in such a way that you visit us, you talk to us, you walk with us, you tell us that we are your own God. You said that you would never leave us nor forsake us, so we don't have to worry about being alone, God. We don't have to worry about be making decisions 
for ourselves, God, because you give us the thoughts we are to think, Father God. We don't have to carry around heavy weights and burdens, oh God, because you told us your yoke is easy and your burden is light, and all we have to do is take them on from you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you and we praise you having your way around us, Father God. Lord, we come right now asking you to heal the deformation caused by arthritis, God, the pain and discomfort that goes along with it when the weather changes, Father God, when they move. We thank you for taking it away in the mighty name of Jesus that there's no need for medication to take that away. And we thank you, Father God, for healing the strain on breathing caused by asthma and bronchitis. God, you created the lungs. You created the airways in our bodies, oh God, that we may breathe your breath that is already in us freely in the name of Jesus, that we can decrease the hospital visits. We can decrease the need for inhalers, Father God, decrease the need for inhalers. The decrease that needs to nebulize the sky because breathing will flow freely. Breath of life of you will flow freely in Jesus' name. Decrease the size and the amount of all kinds of tumors, Father God, no matter what the doctors say they are in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for taking them away in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for healing gallstones and kidney stones as they move without the need of surgery and don't come back in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for improving the blood flow, dissolving blood clots in Jesus' name, clearing blockages that cause heart attacks and strokes in Jesus' name. We thank you for removing all forms of infection in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for having your way in lowering blood pressure, Father God. We thank you for strengthening us on the inside out, Father. Thank you for strengthening fatigue muscles. Thank you for strengthening uh, risks that are caused by carpal tunnel and change. Thank you, Father God, for removing the uric acid that causes gout in Jesus' name. Thank you for binding casting out and sending back to the peace of hell, lying cheap. Feeling lazy, slowful, procrastinating, unconcerned spirits, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you remove the desire and the enjoyment that is uh, found in alcohol and smoking and drugs in Jesus' name. We thank you for changing our way of speaking, Father God, that we don't speak negative. We don't curse, Father God, because you said blessing and curse do not come from the same mouth, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, that our words line up with your word in Jesus' name. And you told us that what comes inside of us is not defile us, God, but what comes out of us is what defiles us, God. Let what comes out of us make us whole, make us healthy, make us clean and edifies the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you that men will be godly men taking care of their households the way that Christ took care of the church in Jesus' name. That they will walk not by sight. That they will be orderly and obedient, Father God. 
in the name of Jesus, trusting you in every decision that has to be made, Father God, trusting you to help them love their wives the way that Christ loves the church, trusting you that they don't provoke their children to wrath, but they train them in the way that they should go so that when they are old, they will not depart from it in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray that women will be godly women in Jesus' name, loving, respecting, and submitting to their own husbands according to your word not being nagging wise, Father God, because you said in your word that it's better to live on a rooftop than in a house with a nagging wife. God, we thank you that women will stand beside their husbands to pray with them and for them to encourage them to live godly lives, Father God, and not to encourage them to do negative, not to make them angry, not to provoke their children to wrath, God, not to look for what they desire all the time, God, to be, but to be equally yoked with believers in you, God. And if for some reason these men or these women are not equally yoked, God, but the people desire to stay, we thank you that you will enter that relationship, oh God, to bring them closer to you. And in bringing them closer to you, God, you bring them closer together so that they will have the power and the anointing to fill their house with your spirit to fill their house with your love, to make decisions that are pleasing in your sight, God, to seek your face in everything that they do or say in the name of Jesus. We praise you right now, God, that children will honor their fathers and mothers, that their days may be long on this earth, that they are successful academically in Jesus' name, that they are loving and kind and gentle, obedient to those who have rule over them in Jesus' name, that they Listen and receive discipline, Father God, because you told us when we are disciplined in love that it lets us know that we are children and not bastards, Father God, whether it's from you or whether it's from our biological fathers and mothers, Father God. We thank you, God, for blessing us with more love and kindness and compassion and removing the suicidal spirits, Father God, taking those thoughts from their minds, whether it be caused by medication, Father God, whether it be caused by situations and circumstances in their lives, Father God, maybe it's caused by negativity that they've had to endure for years, God, but we thank you for your word that changes the thoughts, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for removing that desire to to kill that spirit that wants them to kill someone else, to do harm for someone else, God, take it away in Jesus' name. Give them a spirit that's loving, that kind, that desires to see others live and not die in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that we will prosper even as our souls prosper in you, in the mighty name of Jesus. We praise and magnify you, God, that you have protected us from the elements of this weather in Jesus' name. Lord, the places that don't have never gotten snow or hasn't gotten snow and cold and ice in years. God, you have allowed them to experience it. We thank you for keeping them safe in Jesus' name. Those of us who live in areas where snow and ice and winter weather is common, God, you still protected us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that when schools are closed due to the weather, Father, that you increase the knowledge and concern for people who are worried and upset about it, God, but you are looking out for your people on every hand in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, Father, for the one that's going to speak and teach your word today. Anoint their lips 
that it, their words flow out freely in Jesus' name. Anoint their minds so their thoughts are organized, logical, and coherent, Father God, that they don't feel like they are all over the place in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for anointing our minds that we understand and are able to receive in Jesus' name, not because of the person speaking, but because of your spirit speaking through them in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. That it will be a word that we can stand on, a word that not just we want to hear, God, but a word that we need to hear because it is your word coming to us in Jesus' name. Let it be a word of correction. Let it be a word of reproof. Let it be a word of discipline. Let it be a word of love, depending on what the person needs in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that we don't all get the same thing at the same time, understanding it in the same way, God. But it's always on time because it's coming from you in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that our hearts have already been prepared to receive it. You have already broken up the fallow ground in us so that it falls on good ground to bring forth 30, 60, and 100-fold as you see fit. We thank you, God, that all of the gifts of your spirit are in operation in each of us so that we will be fitly joined together to do the work that you have called us to do wherever we are in Jesus' name. We thank you for the souls that will be saved today, Father God, because you told us in your word that you add to the church daily, such as to be saved in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we rejoice with the angels when one sinner repent, the 99 just that need no repentance in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for the increase of those who will be dedicated and determined to rise up early with us to seek your face, to intercede, to come to you for the needs of our day, to come to you for the needs of what anyone else needs, Father God, and that we will always be mindful to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor because you are always at work around us. We will join you where you are working, being available to be used by you, to hear from you. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, we praise you, we glorify you, we honor you, God, that as you would have your way right now, you would have your way as we go throughout the day. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We love you. We adore you, and we can't thank you enough that your will be done here on earth as it is done in heaven in Jesus' name, that we line up with what gifts you want us to use. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord, saints. We bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you, woman of God, for praying. Hey, beloved, there is a word from the Lord, I believe, in the Bishop mouth on today. Bishop Barry Pearson, I believe he has a word from on high. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Bishop, you're on the line. Yes, sir, I am, Apostle. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you, and thank God for each and every one that the Lord has wakened to see this day. This day. Amen. I ask that everyone today I'll be reading out of uh, Romans 8 and 28, uh, and the title will be Fulfilling God's Purpose Given to You. While you turn into the Word, finding it yourself, I'll be going to the Word, to the throne of God. 
Father, in the holy and righteous name of Jesus, we give you thanks this morning, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for waking us to see another day we've never seen before, as well as laying us down, oh, Lord. Thank you for the rising of the sun and the going down of the same. Father, in Jesus' holy and righteous name, I ask that you put the blood of Christ Jesus into my mouth once again, Lord. We know, and Lord, that say that you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. And I'm your vessel that you created, dear God. In Jesus' holy and righteous name, amen and amen. We give thanks this morning for our chief apostle, Keith J. Brooks, his household, and the prayers that he's been praying for me. I thank God for all of your prayers that he let everyone know that I just come out of surgery uh, today. It'd be two weeks. Uh, I'm a little drowsy this morning, but God is the author and finisher of what? Our faith. Amen? Amen. Romans 8 and 28 reads this morning, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. His purpose, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our work, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Just a reminder today, just a reminder Fulfilling God's purpose. We've been told, we've been reminded time after time, but just a reflection of this reminder of fulfilling God's purpose that's given to you. We can look over and uh, so many chapters and books complement one another because Second Timothy had a little to say about it also. He just piggybacked. What Romans, what Paul had to say, Paul is just speaking all over the place, which just got to telling us, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. There's so much happening, you know, uh, all over. You know, we're displeased with the president and what he's doing, but it looks like it's taking that particular president to cause havoc, to actually vote man to get on his knees and cry out to the Lord. You know, uh, say, man, I had all deductibles waiting for my income tax, and now this man is taking it all away. And guess what? He has no respect to persons also. He's touching everybody. You don't have nothing to deduct anymore. You know, uh, I put my, my gas receipts aside, my uh, repairs for my vehicle, my wife's vehicle, tires, batteries. Nah, I can't use any of that. <sighs> but guess what? God is the author and finisher of our faith. He just wants us to stay focused on the purpose, his purpose, his purpose that's been given to us. He said, well, Lord, uh, I pray. You see, that's part of it. That, that, that's, that's one of the purpose. Yeah, yeah. Lord, I love you. That's one of them also. Lord, I glorify you because I praise you. You see, that's one also. It is. But keep this in mind as he reminds us in Matthew 6 and 33. Seek him first. First. He said, well, but Lord, I, I, you said I can remind you of your word. So, Lord, I, over in Psalms, Lord, I, I've been doing just that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making you first, Lord. 
are doing that. He said, well, do this right here. And I can talk just like this because he's saying it just like this to me. Over in uh, Colossians 3 and 2, set your, set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. We get so caught up. I just mentioned about the president. Get, get caught up on the things of this world. You see, uh, if you haven't worked on certain jobs a certain amount of time, then you're not eligible for certain things. Okay, ask me for an example. I've, I've been working and I haven't been on the job for a year, so they say, well, you're not eligible for disability. We realize that uh, we spoke with your doctor. He said that you're going to be out for six to nine months. Okay. You're not eligible. My mind is set on, okay, I'm not going to be working. So what's going on, Lord? I'm going to need funds because the bill's still coming. God said, I just want to remind you, seek me first, and all these things shall be added unto you. You see, going over to Philippians 4 and 19, I say, I will what? Supply your every need according to the riches and glory by my son Christ Jesus. I'm not left you. I told you I won't leave you. I told you that I'll be there with you. I, haven't I proven it? Time and time again, I, I'm still true to my word. just want to remind you this morning, saints of the most highest God, that he is still sitting on the throne, but he said, i never leave you nor forsake you because wherever you are, I'm there. If you turn to the north, I'm there. If you turn to the east, I'm there. If you turn to the west, I'm there. And if you find yourself in the south, I'm there. I'm there. Because these are this is going to be the news that you're going to receive as well as me to help someone else with. So I said, well, Lord, I, I want to be found obedient because I opened my mouth. Nobody forced me to say, Lord, I'll serve you. Lord, I'll go. I realized as I kept studying that I can't go unless I'm sent. And he said, I sent you because you opened your mouth and answered. You said, yes, Lord, I'll go. Yes, Lord, no matter what. So I know I can trust you. So I want you to know, children, that God will not and have not left us. Are you there, Bishop? What happened? Over in Matthew 5 and 44, I say, well, Lord, thank you that I can study your word because it reminds me the more. It talks about the love. Love your enemies. Bless those who cause you who curse you, do good to those who hate you. You know those are haters out there, y'all. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. They're out there. Have you ever had somebody to come to you and say, have you heard that James and Brenda got that house that they been, been talking about? They got the house. They were blessed with the house. And they tell it and talking about John. John said, 
I know they got it. How did you know they got it? Because I prayed for them to get it. Oh, oh, it was, it was your doing. It was you that did it. Oh, okay. That's why God tells us, reminds us, pray. Pray to your father who is in secret place. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. Well, Lord, I thank you so much because my prayer is to you. He said, but don't repeat yourself. Don't just do like so many do, repetitiously saying the same thing over and over. So here, here, say this. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, and we forgive our debts. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. For thy is the kingdom. We need to concentrate on what's in front of us. Meaning what? I know I'm leaving this place. My aim is heaven. My father's in heaven. My big brother, Jesus Christ, is in heaven. People have passed away, my loved ones, and I've been told they're in heaven. Okay, so I ain't going to take that out of context. That's a, that's a different subject. But needless to say, I want to make heaven my home. I shared it with my wife a few days ago. I said, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it because I told the Lord I, I, I want to make heaven my home. I want to reside there. I want to be with him there. So while I'm here, I have a purpose. I'm going to have to love because that's one of the purposes. I'm going to have to pray. That's another one of the purposes. I'm going to have to praise and glorify God because of what? Who he is in my life. What he is in my life. Because of this life that I'm living is is because I give the praise to the Lord. Not just because my wife, not just because of my sons and and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, not because of the man of God that that I love dearly. It's not because of my siblings, but it's because of being able to and wanting to reside with God Almighty in heaven. I will praise you, O Lord. With my whole heart, I will tell of all of your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to you, to you, Lord, to your name, Lord, O Most High. It's just to remind you today that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, your purpose is to love. Your purpose is to 
pray in spite of, love in spite of, and praise the Lord, giving him the glory in spite of, of your situation, of the circumstances, because it don't matter. It really don't. It's just concentrating on who he is, who he is. So I'm realizing if I look closely over in Colossians 3 and 2, not only did he tell me to, for us to set our mind on him of the things above, not the things of this earth. When we concentrate on eternal realities of heaven, when we concentrate on the realities of heaven, we're all going to be more happier because we're pleasing the Father because our, what? our minds is on heaven. Our minds is on seeking him the more. Our minds is on, Lord, as long as my mind is on you, you're going to what? Direct my path. You're going to what? Continue to instruct me on which way to turn, which way to go, what to do and how to do it. You're going to continue to guide me, lead me, hold me, keep me, protect me. He said he wants us rich. He said it. He wants us wealthy. He said it. He has it all. So he's the what? Only one that can give it. We don't have nothing, nor can we receive anything without God giving it to us. So let all of us go to Matthew 6 and 33 and seek him first. Let us all do that and see what the end will bring. I thank God for each and every one that have had an ear to hear what God had to say this morning to each and every one of us. I pray that each and every one have a marvelous, prosperous, and healthy day, especially those are in areas where the weather is much worse than Texas. Have a blessed and prosperous day. In Jesus' holy and righteous name I pray. Amen. Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. Listen, God has a purpose for us, and we must fulfill the call of God by walking in the orders of God. So what of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, all the rest will be added unto you. Hey, listen, we don't need to sweat about the small stuff. If we can seek the face of Christ, things will happen and manifest itself in your life. Hey, Apostle, this, this is all that we know many have said to me. Listen to me carefully. This is the day, though, the Lord's made. So seek him and you'll find direction. Commit with your whole heart. Hey, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. Until Thursday morning, tell a neighbor, friend, let's get on the prayer line and let's talk to God together. And being that, God will manifest himself. Till Thursday morning, I pray God's blessing over you. God bless you. I'm out.